humanoids welcome back it's another week it is another episode of the life is mile podcast i am one of your hosts i am brian and i'm your other host i am sterling brian what's up how are you how's life uh life is life is lifing but you know what i move forward uh nick adams liked a couple of uh of our <laughs> <laughs> tweets so it's happening uh <laughs> I'm this close to getting into the inner circle of Nick Adams so I can find out once and for all, is he a troll? Yeah. Is he the greatest actor of all time or is he really this sad of a man who has to spend all of his time at Hooters with the boys? (laughs) (laughs) Foursomes in golf with the dudes. He never said in golf. He just said foursome. Oh, so just foursome I don't know. I don't know boys. what he, I don't know what he'd be doing. So <laughs> you know, if that's your thing, you know, I'm I'm not here to like judge anybody. Uh, enjoy your foursomes. Do it responsibly. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. awesome. are you? I am good. I am good. Just you know, living life, being busy. We're headed out to uh, San Diego next week for spring break. Hell yeah! Yeah, just uh. I'm gonna see my cousin. Haven't seen her in a while, but mostly just uh, not being here. Right? We're gonna hit up the zoo. We're just gonna eat some tacos, be on the water, not work for a week. Get some, <laughs> get some sun. Get some get vitamin some D. Yeah, I think it's that. I think like all three of us have, like we're always a little stuffy. We're just like. We just got to get out of here. Like we need to leave. We all deserve a break. We've all been working our asses off. It's like Carl and I both have just been slammed at work. And I was like, I think we really need a vacation. Like we really, really need to go away for a week and not work. So I am very excited about that. This time, yeah, this time next week, I will be on an airplane. Yeah, I think we we should we need a vacation, but we're putting a fence in the backyard. Yeah. And then uh, we're getting a puppy. We're getting Oh yay. Yes. So to the listeners who don't know, executive producer of the show Trotter passed away unfortunately in December. Yeah. He lived a good long life. He did. Um, but coming to us soon will be Mr. Ernie as named by <laughs> Julian. Um so pretty uh pretty excited. <laughs> I love kid names of things like they're fantastic. Yeah, I just like human names on animals. Me too. Like I showed a car today to these people who had two golden retrievers and their names were um, Oscar and Lily. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And they had yeah. a, a third dog named James. <laughs> <laughs> I love like old man names for dogs because like I've always wanted to have like a great name name like Frank <laughs> Franklin <laughs> just like that's it old man Frank that's what Earl. I mean Earl yes exactly like just damn like, it Earl like Marvin <laughs> Marvin the dog <laughs> that's what I want uh that's just my dog Cleveland over there <laughs> don't worry side note I've never met anybody that's not an old black man named Cleveland <laughs> Every person named Cleveland that I've ever met. That's an old black man name. I feel like if your name is Cleveland, the next morning you wake up, you're 65 years old and you got a bad back. (laughs) I was going to say bad knees. (laughs) Hell, you got Uh, both of them. Your name is Cleveland. Your name is Cleveland. Everything hurts. A lot of weight with that name.
so what's been going on? What's been happening out in the world? Well, uh, I was looking at the Twitters and I saw that uh, someone will we'll dive into her a little bit more later, but mm -hmm. uh, founder of Goop, Gwyneth Paltrow, is being sued. Side note, that is the worst name for a lifestyle brand I've ever heard in my it life. Really Goop, is. It sounds very gross. It sounds it's, like some kind of discharge, but yucky. I digress. <laughs> <laughs> she is being sued by a man who's accusing her of crashing into him while skiing more than seven years ago. And I was reading through like some of the transcripts and I was like, this is the whitest trial I've ever heard <laughs> in my entire life. That like, tweet you shared of it like was the whitest trial. Like if something took place in Idaho during a snowstorm at a Mayo <laughs> convention or something. Yes. Uh, like it was completely ridiculous. Like he talked about how he can no longer go to like wine tasting. <laughs> Oh my <laughs> and like you know his his time on the slopes have been greatly diminished mm. and i'm like buddy read the room like yes, dude. <laughs> dude, people can't like afford to eat right now and you're worried about going to wine tastings calm down i can barely stand up at the wine tasting <laughs> <laughs> can he still work i have not read anything about it i watched some clips from it Okay, here's the thing. I feel like that if you are suing Gwyneth Paltrow in Park City, Utah, you're not really worried about working. Yeah, uh, I think you're think doing so. all right for yourself financially, yeah, especially if you're whining about not being able to stand up at your uh, your wine tastings. Yeah, I yeah. don't know which cheese pairs with this Chablis. Whatever will I do? Oh no. I don't yeah. really I don't really want to like make fun of this guy because like he could really be hurt. He right. said that she crashed into him. She said he crashed into her. Yeah. Um it's you know, uh it's just two people pointing fingers at each other. So like I don't know who did what, but I will be laughing at it. Because it's ridiculous. It's, it's absolutely hilarious. ridiculous. It's two rich people trying to figure out like who's responsible for just running into each other like yeah it sucks but it you just ran into each other like it happens it hurts yeah it's not great he said that you know uh let's see she knocked him down and he was knocked out and caused a brain injury four broken ribs and other serious injuries she got up turned and skied away Lie, leaving, leaving him stunned, lying in the snow, seriously injured. Gwyneth Paltrow weighs 62 pounds. There's no <laughs> like, way. It was like, she There's... is like mm, 75 pounds soaking wet. That's absolutely insane yeah. to think that she could, one, crash into you hard enough to cause all of those injuries. Yeah. And if she did, she would also be pretty seriously injured because right. the speed she'd have to be traveling to cause that yeah. is immense. <laughs> yeah. And like seven years later, I get things take time. Sure, sure. But come on. Come on, guy. I'm not even a Gwyneth fan. Like this is the thing. I'm not even trying to defend this woman. It's just like, mm, the math ain't mathing. It just doesn't. It's not working out for me. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he was probably embarrassed. Yep. Got made fun of. Yep. 
but now she's counter suing him and i'm kind of starting to believe her just because she's like basically i'm only suing you for a dollar it's the principle of the whole principle. thing and when somebody's suing you on principle and paying their lawyer like that much money i was like oh she believes this yep and i kind of believe her too yeah yeah Oh. Did you see this guy's lawyer today? They posted a video on, um, I think it was Good Morning America, of his lawyer um, and Terry, like, uh, what the hell is the law term? Questioning her on the stand. Yeah. This woman was fangirling hard over Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> this is a oh, his wait. lawyer. I did see that. I thought it was her lawyer that was. No, that's his lawyer. Oh no. He was He's like gonna lose. He he lost. She's <laughs> like, oh my God, how tall are you? I oh, you're taller than me. Like, I would love that. Like, yeah, I thought <laughs> I thought that was her lawyer with that that's, type of questioning. That's a really nice snowsuit you had. I still have it. I bet you still wear it well. Like, <laughs> are you trying to like are you hitting on Gwyneth right now? <laughs> I feel like she's like that creepy woman at the end of the bar, just kind of like winking. Winking at you. The Like that woman that tried to take Steve home. That night. <laughs> I'll drop you off. I'll take you home. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. Uh, it's been like a lot of bad news, I feel. Yep. <laughs> but this was one where I was like, this does not affect me or really anyone in Anybody. the slightest. No. Nope. And it's so white. It's the whitest. Yeah. Mitt Romney at a Mayo convention <laughs> in Idaho during a snowstorm. That's how white it is, he said on that tweet. I lost my mind because I was like, yeah, that's about. I saw a tweet that was like, this lawsuit is so white, it claps on the ones in the crease. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, what else is going on? What's up with Afro Man? Afro Man. Um, <laughs> a rapper who performed the greatest song of all time, Because <laughs> I Got High. Uh, <laughs> he had his home raided. Why? Well, that was because of... And let me... So there was a false tip that he had drugs, blah, 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 in his house. He was drug trafficking, kidnapping, all this stuff. Uh, so Adams County um, sheriffs burst into his home. And they, you know, they're tearing shit up, knocking yeah. stuff over. Um, come to find out, none of it was true. Uh, yeah. He's just the unlucky winner of the worst lottery in the world. Yep. Yeah. So Afro Man, being who he is, released a song called Will You Help Me Repair My Door? <laughs> in, in his music video, he has video from his home security system that captured a huge part of the raid. <laughs> and he put all of that in the video. So now <laughs> Adams County sheriffs are trying to sue him to get him to take it down because they were, quote, subjected to ridicule. Ah, <laughs> uh, they're embarrassed. Oh, uh, so yes. <sighs> so so Afro Man 
also one of Mississippi's finest, mm. Afro Man. It, it goes me, David Banner, and Afro Man. <laughs> like we're we're on a mural in the uh, Jackson, Mississippi uh, airport. <laughs> All three of you. All three of us at a Sonic. <laughs> So I, I'm like, come on, police. Y'all, yeah. This is why people don't like you. I mean, exactly. besides the whole, like, you know. Because of everything. Everything else. You don't have a sense of humor about yeah. shit. You broke into his, you essentially broke into his house off of a rumor that yep. you didn't substantiate. Yep. Broke his door down. Broke his gate. Yep. Tore his house up. And now you're mad because... Well, he made fun of me in a music video. Yeah. Well, bitch, that's the least he could do. That's, a, that's a, like what? What you did? You did everything wrong. <laughs> you yeah. did everything wrong, and so he's gonna make fun of you. Yeah, because you're not, bad at your job. Not to mention, like the fear, the legit fear that as a black man he has when the police right. kick your door in. Because right. usually, if they kick your door in, there's not a lot of tact and follow up. Well, Usually, the only follow-up is, like, bullets. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. He yeah. can make a song about you. He can make a video mocking you. And there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. And you deserve it because you suck at your job. You suck at your job. This is just be, what it is. Be glad that he's not suing you. <laughs> right. Right. Ugh. Like, all you got to worry about is a video on YouTube. And you're... See, I'm not going to get into a rant about the police. Right? No, because they fucking suck, man. <laughs> they just suck. They're so bad. It makes me... You're right. We're not going to rant about the police yeah. today, but boy, could we. <laughs> I was just a small rant. I was... Me and friend Cassie, uh, we listen to Dateline's podcast, and there's this one series called Letters from Sing Sing about a guy in uh, prison. And he's going through telling his story about how basically uh, there was a shooting, guy gets killed, shooter's described as a light-skinned black guy with cornrows. He is a Dominican man with a fade. Well, well, yep. Guess who served 20 years already mm. for a murder? Yep, yep. Bang up job, police. That's yep. all I'm saying. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Fucking police, man. <laughs> well, in good news. Good. Uh-oh. Is there um, good news? <laughs> there is good news. Let's uh, hear it. There are people in this world who are universally beloved. You got your Bob Rosses. Mm -hmm. You got your Keanu Reeves. Yep. You can now add Jonah Hill to that. Why? Because oh. Jonah Hill is the great uniter. Uh, <laughs> just this past weekend, Kanye West. That's oh, right, Kanye West. Here we go. Who has known to hate the Jews. Hate him. Hates them he's, all. He's made a complete turnaround, baby. You know mm -hmm. why? Because why? he watched Jonah Hill in 21 Jump Street. That's right. <laughs> he watched, he posted a picture of the poster from the movie, which also stars Channing Tatum. And he said, quote, watching Jonah Hill and 21 Jump Street made me like Jewish people again. 
no one should take anger against one or two individuals and transform that into hatred towards millions of people. No Christian can be labeled anti-Semite knowing Jesus is Jew. He added, thank you, Jonah Hill. I love you. <laughs> to which the director, <sighs> the director of 21 Jump Street tweeted, um, thanks for watching, question mark. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for watching this very old movie, which is hilarious. I love 21 Jump Street. It is it's a, fantastic. It is a hilarious movie. <laughs> I did um, not have that on my bingo board for 2023. No, that Jonah really Hill would be responsible <laughs> for for curing Kanye West anti-Semitism. Yeah, like okay, <laughs> like well, I guess whatever works. I, I I don't. All right, I'll take it. I'm not sure. complaining. Yeah, uh, I just didn't see a 12 year old movie. <laughs> <laughs> that being the the thing. What does it for him? Not not the the millions of people that are wonderful and great or whatever. Just you know, Jonah Hill making him laugh and Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah, he's like, oh, okay. hey, whatever it is, I guess. To to each his own. Yeah, it's like, I'm just like, all right. I, if this if this is what does it, woohoo! I, I I get you know, yeah. This kind of makes sense, right? Like this is why people love the arts. This is it, it communicates, it connects us, it introduces you to people. I'm gonna take it. We're gonna take it. We're gonna yes. take it as a win. <laughs> and if it's 21 Jump Street that does it, then damn it, that's what it is. Can I they guess. show 21 Jump Street to members of Congress? <laughs> that would be fantastic. Or does it have to be anything with Jonah Hill, really? Right. I mean, it could be Moneyball. Right. It could be Wolf of Wall Street. Ugh, I hate that movie, but it could be. He did a great job in it. He did. Side note, I have a manager that loves the guy from Wolf of Wall Street. What's his name? Um, Jordan, the, whatever. The real guy, yeah. Yeah, like he's Ew. gone on seminars no. to like hear this guy talk. No. And I just want to like raise my hand and be like, he went to prison. Yeah. And he's <laughs> like, like, his sales tactics sent him to prison. Yeah. Like, I. A bad guy who ruined yeah. lives. Also, also he's sales, unloyal. Yeah. <laughs> his sales tactics sent him to prison. <laughs> he's also like extremely unloyal. I know I'm gonna go on a Wolf of Wall Street rant for a minute because I really didn't like that. Please movie. do. It was so long. I hated that movie. <laughs> it was so long. My least favorite part was like that they spent like 15 minutes talking about how they were gonna throw a little person up against a Velcro wall, which they already had shown at the beginning of the movie. And I was like, what are you doing spending like 15 minutes on this conversation of something we've already seen anyway? But like he was such an unloyal person. Like, this is what kills me. It's the same thing with like, kind of like American Gangster, which I liked that movie, right? I enjoyed that movie. But then there's that like glaring piece of it where I'm like, you unloyal motherfuckers. Like, I have a huge issue with that on these like, oh, well, they turned in all these people for whatever. And I was like, no, 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 no. If you're going to do bad things, you go down with the ship and you like, you don't, you don't sell your people out. That is how I feel. 
So apparently I would be a great mafia boss because I am very loyal. I just like, that is one of these, like, it's a piece of narrative in certain movies that I'm like, nope, can't get behind you. You're unloyal. So you would be Paul Sorvino in Goodfellas yes. is what you're telling me. Yep. I, I see it. Uh, yep. I would be Ray Liotta. I would be uh, squealing as soon as the pressure <laughs> got turned up. Absolutely I would not. be singing Absolutely like a Peter Baker. Not. You make the choices. You stick by your story. You stick with Dude, it. And you don't sell out your people. Listen, people. Uh, if you're listening to this, if you can hear my voice, do not commit a crime with me. Because I will sell you out the moment pressure gets turned up. I swear to you. Like this is a this is a fact. Okay, I get pulled over for speeding and I am spilling the beans. I'm, I'm like license of registration. I'm sorry, sir. Everything's in this warehouse. It's by the pier. Please take it easy on me. No. No. <laughs> I'm so disappointed I'm, in you. I'm not doing for this crime life, Sterling. That's why I'm doing I don't want to kill you and throw your body off of a boat. Look, apparently it, I'd have to do it. And I would respect your decision. <laughs> you have one of you either have to shoot me or you just have to accept the fact that I'm going to squeal. Yeah. God damn it. I can't handle this pressure. <laughs> I love that we're on opposite ends of this. <laughs> Uh, Look, you know, I'm saying I, when it comes to other people, yes, I'm all about that. But I know that if I was in a crime movie, I would be a rat. No, I ain't saying shit. I would happily be, I'd happily be like uh, in the witness protection program. Just another guy <laughs> sipping coffee on his porch. Apparently I'm in prison, but hey, I'm going to be treated very well in prison because I didn't sell anybody out. You all will be plotting your revenge against me. It will bring you all together. Well, talking about Hollywood, gonna get into it a little bit because there's been some stuff happening now we're gonna talk about hollywood body expectations now the thing is is like over the past like couple of years i think like the demands on like body image have loosened up a bit people are a little bit more accepting but also not really and now it's getting wild out here so there's been three things that have stood out the most now, the first one we're going to talk about dudes, because we don't talk about male body image that often in Hollywood. But one, it's like what men have to go through to get that image, like that body image in movies. Think Zac Efron, okay? So Zac Efron in his docuseries talked about like not eating carbs for years. And then he was in Italy in one at one point um, and he was eating some pasta and he was like, this is so good. He was like, your body needs this. And I remember like watching that clip and the look on his face. And he was just like, oh my God. Like he had not eaten, eaten carbs for years. The other thing is the Top Gun movie, the newest one that came out, Maverick, Top Gun Maverick. Mm -hmm. The dudes on that movie, who I like all those young men. I'm like a big fan of most of them. 
They talked about their workout and eating regimen. So Miles Teller said for breakfast, it's like six eggs and then you work out and then you have a shake and then you have two lunches and the lunch would be chicken breast, a potato, some broccoli, and you'd have two of those. And then there'd be another snack after that. And then there for dinner, it was like 20 ounces of fish or steak. And so you're just eating so much. And then Jay Ellis said that they were at the gym every day, just constantly drinking water. And Danny Ramirez said that whenever they said cut, everyone would drop down to the floor, start doing push-ups and squats. Uh, they would also have armbands and bicep curls that were constantly happening on set just to keep them in that physical condition for that movie. So like that's the, and there's a whole like Buzzfeed list of all the things that men have had to do for movies to lose weight, to get muscle, to gain weight, all of it. And it's like, horrifying and disgusting with that the most recent thing was Gwyneth Paltrow now many of us probably saw this clip uh, on the TikToks for sure yes. I know it was floating in there so she shared her diet uh, which is really sad and upsetting uh, she was on the podcast the art of being well she shared that she has coffee before fasting until midday she exercises for an hour typically has bone broth for lunch and then eats an early paleo dinner which is literally just vegetables she also discussed using multiple ivs and which ivs she enjoyed using she does rectal ozone therapy, which is under-researched and could pose some dangers because having ozone injected into your body uh, is not good. Um, yes. <laughs> rectal ozone therapy? Yes, rectal ozone therapy. It's apparently a form of detoxing, um, which she says her body does not naturally detox, which... May be true for her. I don't know Gwyneth's body. However, it's probably not likely because your body naturally detoxes through your liver, uh, pooping, peeing, and sweating. And so my theory is that Gwyneth is not naturally detoxing because her body is storing up every bit of nutrient it can get through the little bit of food that she eats because she clearly is suffering from disordered eating. And it's sad because I think we were all like very angry at first, like just eat a fucking sandwich, you dummy. You wouldn't have to do all this. And then it's like, oh no, she has a full-blown disease and she's just rich enough to counteract some of the issues that come with like eating disorders. So she can pay for all these wonka-doodle things and get pumped full of IVs that like, you know, you usually just get that from eating food. <laughs> just like you poop normally when you eat a well-balanced diet. You sweat and pee regularly when you have a normal amount of food. But when you don't, when you're starving yourself, you, you do these other things to counteract that. And speaking of starving yourself, Ozempic. So the cut released an article about the new weight loss drug Ozempic. Now Ozempic is not a new weight loss drug. It is a drug uh, for type two diabetes. 
but they discovered that it also helps with weight loss. Now, here's the thing. I recommend that everybody read this article, but it is wildly triggering. And I am not somebody who struggles with disordered eating in any capacity. And yet I was like, this is, this is bananas. Like I was spiraling out of control while reading it. Um, so again, Ozempic is a medication for type two diabetes, uh, but it's been used to help folks lose weight. It's a weekly injection costing up to $900 a month, um, depending on insurance and things like that. So basically it stops you from feeling hungry and you starve yourself. That is what it does. Uh, most celebrities do not admit to being on it. Um, also because of the rise in wanting it for weight loss, people who need it for type two diabetes are faced with a shortage. So basically what the fuck is happening in Hollywood? Like, this is ridiculous. I, I'm still like, rectal ozone therapy? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but I, I don't want to come across as insensitive. <laughs> like, because there are people out there that this is a real problem for. Mm-hmm. Gwyneth Paltrow, I find it hard to be sympathetic, and that's that's on me. That's not on her. That's but, but I'm like, you are rich enough where, go talk to somebody, because something yep. is clearly wrong. Like we got to get you back on track, sweetie. Like, yeah. damn. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not. I don't want to sit here and victim blame, but yeah. my God, sweetie. <laughs> yeah. That's it's a, so bad. At first, it was funny. We got our jokes off on Twitter, and then it was, it just got like sad. Yeah, it it got real sad to me. It was like that, you know, the the uh, Karen's Ja Morant thing, like where everybody was just like, "We need you to get some help." Yep. Like yeah. the jokes, the jokes are over. The jokes are over. You, you need to. You're starving yourself. Yes. Bone broth, coffee, and vegetables. So, and exercising for like an hour because having coffee and then just bone broth, right? This is not enough calories to to sustain you through dinner while you're also working out and just moving and being like a human and then just eating vegetables for dinner. Like, bitch, you have to eat. You need some protein. What's wrong with you? You need food and that, and then you wouldn't have to do, like she was talking about the IVs that she, oh, I love this IV and that IV. And I was like, you don't need that though. Like even, and so many doctors and dietitians have come out being like, this is not okay to like, make sure everybody understands who might be more influenced by her, you know, eating choices or they're just like, please don't do this. And you don't need to detox. This is not a thing. You d- you're fine. Your body will naturally detox. If you're if you have that many toxins in your body, you need to go to a doctor. Like yeah. because something's not right. Yeah, it's like those detox teas and all yeah. that shit. I'm like, do not do that, people. Don't do that. Like, granted, I have a very small circle of influence. It's probably <laughs> you and Carl. <laughs> And don't so, worry, we don't do detoxes. I don't have to worry about telling you to not to do, you know, shit your brains out tea. <laughs> like a girl I went to high school with posted this link where she's like, oh, I'm doing this detox. I'm like, no, you're just about to shit your brains out you're for a week. Yourself. What's wrong with you? It's like one thing if like, because here's the thing. I know that over the holidays, you're just like smashing food, 
it's whatever. And I'll be like bloated, constipated. Let's be real. I'm a human. And I'll be like, let me drink some of that like ballerina tea or whatever it's called. Like one time you do it one time and then it just de-bloats you shit for one day. And then you're like, I'm good. But this is what people are doing like every day. And I'm like, you're not supposed to do that. (laughs) This is not, you're not supposed to live off of lemon juice and cayenne pepper drinks. You're not supposed to drink these detox teas or colon broom or whatever they're called. Colon blow. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is not okay. And, and the Ozempic thing, because the thing was, is like Mindy Kaling was the first person I think that people really started to notice her dramatic weight loss. And they were like, I bet she's doing Ozempic. And then all these other celebrities if you just look at them and you're like, huh, you know, they think Kim Kardashian did it to fit into Marilyn Monroe's dress, even though she was like, I didn't do it, but nobody's admitting to doing it. And the only people that admit to using it are like said they did it for a little bit and then quit. And most people will gain all the weight back because you're literally starving yourself. The woman that they interviewed was like, you eat like maybe a meal and a half a day, maybe, maybe. And then she said something like, Oh, and at night you might drink a little like tea, pop a Xanax and then go to bed. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? Like, I'm not doing any of that. No, it's just, it's brutal. And the fact that it's taking over, like it's, it's limiting access to people who need it to live, right? Who actually need it for the disease that they have is disgusting. I just, I don't. And I understand that this is like a a disorder, Mm -hmm. but the people who are just trying to use this as a, like a a quick weight loss fix, um, eating is awesome. I love eating so much. This weekend, I've like over the past couple of weeks, I've started like baking bread. It's so fucking good. That's so good. Okay. I took, I made this like just regular loaf of white bread. Mm. all i did was when i took it out the oven i cut a slice and just sat there and ate it i didn't even put shit on it because it was so good so good i'm not going to i'm not going to deprive myself of that no like the i cut a slice i gave it to julian i was like what do you think and he was like oh my god it's so good i was like (laughs) the joy on his face yes i would never deprive him never i wouldn't deprive myself Blanks and I, we were leaving this pizza place one day and then in the window, there's like big loaves of bread. And Langston was like, why didn't we get that? I was like, I didn't even know they had that. He was like, I'd eat that whole thing right now. I was like, me too. (laughs) I was like, me and my baby love bread. I just, and like, here's the thing. If you want to lose weight, lose weight. That's fine. There's healthy ways to go about it with like solid diet and exercise, you know, but not, not this shit. You don't need Ozempic. You don't need the Gwyneth Paltrow starvation. She she has an eating disorder. Yeah. And it's like, it's so bad. And the only reason that she's like fine is because she's wealthy, is because she can counteract those negative things. But like, she doesn't really need to do that. And it's just so sad because I'm like, you have to go get help. Like you have to go get help for this. Yeah. And it's just the pressures of Hollywood, like, on these women and then all these men like reading through that list on buzzfeed with what these men were eating and doing all day every day to keep their bodies a certain way i was like absolutely not like 
be like, a little squishy. It's okay. Yeah. Who the fuck are you got impressing? Yeah. I'd be like, bitch, I am on a Hollywood movie. What have you done? <laughs> what have you oh, done? Oh, random Twitter person who says, <laughs> oh, he's got a dad bod. Yeah, dad bod that's on the big screen, bitch. Yeah, but, I'm, I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> I do what I want. I'm, that I, oh, I'd hit people with that all the time. I'm rich, bitch, and then hit them with a... Bye-bye, bitch. <laughs> it's just... It's really bad. It's so bad. I, And I'm glad, like, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow, I guess, came out and was, like, trying to say, you know, oh, whatever, people are, like, overreacting to this. You know, I talked with my doctor and blah, 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 and it's like, I don't know who your doctor is, but they're not very good at their job. And this is not okay. It's just not okay. None of this is okay. Like, I, I can't, you just, you just can't deny yourself certain things. Like, fine, you don't want to eat like McDonald's or fried things. That's fine. I get it. We know that those things aren't great for you. We get it. <laughs> it's very understanding. But, you know, oatmeal with fruit in the morning is a good and some nuts it's good it tastes good and it's healthy for you a big salad with like salmon or steak or beans if you're a, a vegetarian and tofu like that's healthy and it's good for you <laughs> like there's so there's good stuff you know what you can have you can have a waffle you know you how good waffle. waffles are waffles are so good you oh can have a God. fancy whole grain one too if you want to you know what i'm saying like if it's, yeah. if you're so worried there's ways around it, but there's also just like, it's also okay to like eat bread. It's okay to have fat on your body. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fine. Like you'll be okay. You'll actually probably be a lot happier. Yeah, I work with a couple of like younger guys and like, they'll be talking about like women they like, like Oh, well, that, she's gotten a little bit too big for my taste. And I'm sitting there like, mm, she got that grown woman weight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Love it. Me and me and the other forty-year-old guy there are sitting there like mm, mm, an adult a woman. woman. <laughs> a woman. That's an adult woman. <laughs> That's the thing, too, right? Like Gwyneth, you're you're like in your fifties. It's okay. You had two kids. It's all right. You have nothing to prove to anybody, and I just feel bad because I'm like clearly, clearly she yes. has she has stuff. So it's not even just her. It's just like this whole narrative in Hollywood right now for for mostly women but also men like also what these dudes are going through to just stay like ripped and it's like it's not that serious like sure but like don't do this <laughs> this is not okay you need you also need to eat like a normal amount of food and it's okay to sit on the couch it's all right yeah when I was like <laughs> 23 I had like a six pack and it was the worst summer of my life <laughs> too much work i could not go out and party i was working out and playing basketball all the time mind you i'm i'm doing this just for me like i'm not yeah. in no movies i'm not yep. training to go to like play for some pro team like i was just doing this because i was like ladies like this mm -mm. but then i was like i'm not going out and partying this sucks it sucks it's not <laughs> guess fun. what i'm going back to the old me <laughs> yep and and it's okay it, it turned out great. It turned out great. That's the thing. It's all right. It's okay. Oh, just brutal. Uh, another horribly brutal thing 
that uh, came up. Uh, ProPublica uh, discovered that Cigna is rejecting patient claims without reviewing them. So Cigna has built a system that allows its doctors to instantly reject a claim on medical grounds without opening the patient file, leaving people with unexpected bills, according to corporate, uh, corporate documents and interviews with former Cigna officials. Over a period of two months last year, Cigna doctors denied over 300,000 requests for payments using this method, spending an average of 1.2 seconds on each case. The company has reported it covers or administers healthcare plans for 18 million people. So on the ProPublica webpage with this article, they have a second counter that tracks how many denials have occurred through Cigna while you have the webpage open. So in 12 minutes, 864 claims are denied. So before health insurers reject claims for medical reasons, company doctors must review them according to insurance laws and regulations in many states. Medical directors are expected to examine patient records, review coverage policies, and use their expertise to decide whether to approve or deny claims. Uh, this process helps avoid unfair denials. But the Cigna review system bypasses those steps. Medical directors do not see any patient records or put their medical judgment to use, said former company employees familiar with the system. Instead, a computer does the work. A Cigna algorithm flags mismatches between diagnoses and what the company considers acceptable tests and procedures for those ailments. Company doctors then sign off on the denials in batches, according to interviews with former employees who spoke on condition of anonymity. They said, we literally click and submit. It takes all of 10 seconds to do 50 at a time. Not all claims are processed through this review system. For those that are, it is unclear how many are approved and how many are funneled to doctors for automatic denial. So legal approved this system. Other insurance execs say similar systems have existed in various forms throughout the industry. And Cigna says this reporting is incomplete and biased, but they have not provided any other information. Uh, so read the article, if you will, everyone. It's on the ProPublica website. And what the hell? I know insurance is a fucking scam, but come on. Come on. Insurance is such a scam. I knew that uh, coming into this. Um, and it, you know, not to get too deep here, like my mom's had some health issues over the mm -hmm. last uh, couple of years. And just getting insurance to do like just common sense shit is like the biggest fight. It's the biggest like, hurdle. Forms, you got to fax over and got to get a doctor to sign off on this and sign off on that. Meanwhile, you know, you're, you're watching like a loved one like suffer. Yep. Like Doc's like, oh, I got an idea. I think it's this thing. We just need to do blah, 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 blah. And then it's, then it's just a fight to get that shit done. Yeah. You know, and it's like, hey, you're just like torturing people. Like, luckily, you know, my mom, she had good insurance and we have enough time between me and the siblings to like right. call and help do out the things that's needed. But if we didn't, she may not even be here. Right. Like, and how many people are like that? You know, exactly. that's that's the thing that gets me. 
Exactly. Because I always think about that when I did direct service uh, with folks and I would be helping clients navigate this, like these health systems to get things approved and for things to be okay. And I was like, this is a nightmare. Um, And they were on Medicaid and Medicaid doesn't really like Medicaid will deny a lot of things, but they can't deny everything. (laughs) It's a little bit different, but still like having pre-authorizations, having all these people just sign off on something. And so like, even for me, I had like, you know, I had my physical last year in October. And so then my doctor was like, let's run some blood tests because you should get your levels checked. And I want to just make sure that like other stuff that's happening with you isn't caused by something else. I'm like, great. You know, I get my little blood draw, whatever. Give them my insurance. Great. Everything's hunky dory. Three months later, I get a bill for like a hundred bucks. Now, mind you, I can pay a hundred dollars. Okay. But that's not the point. (laughs) The point is why the fuck am I not, why is my insurance not covering, like, it was two of those blood draws, like, two of those tests, and it was just like, no, no, we don't think that you needed to do this, but my doctor said I needed it done, yeah. so why are you listening, who, you don't know me, <laughs> you don't know, <laughs> but my doctor, who I've been with for a while, is saying we should do this just to double check, to make sure that everything's okay, so what the fuck? I got that bill too. It's sitting on the bench and Carl's like, are you going to pay this? I was like, I'm not paying because of principle. He was like, it's the principle, of it. it's the principle of it, Carl. I'm mad. I will eventually pay it, but I'm pissed off right now. And those bitches can wait for their hundred dollars because I'm mad. I'm mad at how this system works. And so the fact that Cigna is take, grouping these things into batches through a fucking algorithm, an algorithm is basically playing Russian roulette with people's lives. Like, that's what's happening. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, it's almost like they just have a dartboard and decide like yeah. who lives and who dies. Yeah. And the people who live, like what kind of quality of life do they have? Right. Um, because being chronically sick and like I said, I, I've seen it. Like it takes a lot out of not only the person, but also like the family, like, you know, seeing yeah you know, seeing somebody that's always been super strong, like super weak now. And it's like doctors, you you finally get a good doctor, which is hard to do anyway. Yep. And then insurance is dicking you around. Yep. And then, you know, I'm not Gwyneth Paltrow, so I can't stroke a check. (laughs) I can't stroke a check, you know? So it's like, they tell you go to the doctor do all this stuff and then when you do the insurance is like well you see about that yeah and we pay all this money right Right. and then they don't want to cover anything and i'm like oh but if they covered all the things and health costs would go up for everybody and it's like but if you actually let people have preventative care right if they actually could just go to the doctor get tests done take care of themselves then they wouldn't be a strain on the system later because they'd be able to catch things earlier but people can't even do that it's just nobody cares about us and it's also we have record profits in the insurance industry why do you need to make 200 billion dollars why can't you just make $150 billion right. and let people live? And let people live. 
it's like how are you capitalizing on fucking lives like actual lives of people you're a fucking monster i a ghoul a fucking vampire yeah you're bad this is it's so bad it's so bad and just being like oh okay like this is fine i'll let this algorithm decide whether people live or die and the thing they caught the what caught it what made people what made ProPublica like take notice was a doctor a doctor was sick and he went to his doctor and they asked to do these tests and he was denied coverage and that because he's a doctor (laughs) he was like something is wrong because this should be covered like my file if you look at it would make clearly state like I deserve to get covered for this and like that's how it broke like that's Mm -hmm. what made them take notice that something was up and it took a fucking doctor to be like hey hey I have knowledge in this I understand how this works and yet this isn't adding up and it shouldn't be like that it shouldn't be like that (sighs) yeah fucking insurance man gotta fucking love it (laughs) Can I get to the game? Sweet, yeah. Show me the way. Cause I got bills to pay. Can I get to the game? Well, I think uh, that was a, a very bright spot to end on. <laughs> Hollywood body expectations and insurance is a fucking scam. <laughs> I, I think that we need to bring it down a little bit i think so i think we need to give the people a little something that they can they can wrap their minds around and be happy about oh yes so sterling who in the year of our lord 2023 can get it oh well i'm glad you asked so my runner-up this week uh i've been a fan of his for a long time uh since freaks and geeks uh, since How I Met Your Mother, <laughs> and now on the new show Shrinking on Apple TV, I sound like I'm <laughs> like a spokesperson. Uh, Jason Siegel, uh, I am such a fan of him, and I don't think he's ever made the list. Uh, but I, mm-hmm. I do love him, and that Shrinking show is really good. It, mm. It's really good. I, it's from Bill Lawrence, who oh. and I both love. So. Stop stop drilling. You've hit oil. <laughs> so check it out because you're going to love it. Uh, his wife is in it. Uh, Krista Miller. Uh, so, love her. <laughs> yep. It's great. Uh, what's her name? Jessica Williams. Uh, Harrison Ford. It's Ooh. it's a phenomenal cast. It's such a good Ooh. show. Uh, so everybody should check it out. Also, Jason Siegel can get it. Uh, now, my winner this week, he's won before uh, a while ago, but he is currently uh, doing the press circuit, uh, junket, whatever, for uh, the new Dungeons and Dragons movie. And he's looking fine as hell. Oh, <laughs> it is Chris Pine. My God. I like was trying to find people uh, who could get it this week. And I pulled up like people.com and his face popped up and I was like, oh, hello. He had on this suit. His hair's all gray, looking all nice. Oh my God. He, I think in his earlier years, he was like an attractive guy. But as he gets older, I'm like, absolutely. Absolutely. 
Grown man weight. <laughs> grown man weight looks so good. <laughs> it looks so good. Oh my God. So he can get it. <laughs> he can 100% get it this week. I also really want to see that Dungeons and Dragons movie. I do too. I saw the trailer when, uh, what did I go see? What the hell was the last Marvel movie? Was it Black Panther? Black was that Panther? the last one I saw? No, Ant-Man. Yes, I went and saw Ant-Man. Yes. So yeah. Yeah, it looks good. That movie looks fun. It looks fun. So Brian, uh, who for you this week uh, can get it? So my runner up, she's been on here before. It's the lovely, the intelligent, the talented Miss Mina Kimes. Yes. Uh, this week, there was a radio host in Boston, I believe, mm-hmm. who um, he made a, they were using a term uh, that it's a slur against Japanese people. Oh, no. Um, and he brings up Mina Kimes, ha ha, he he. And his excuse was, oh, I wasn't thinking of Mina Kimes. I was thinking of Mila Kunis. So, uh, (laughs) yeah, Mina Kimes, yeah, of of Asian descent and Mm -hmm. uh, Mila Kunis, uh, not of Asian descent. Uh, (laughs) So Mina Kimes changes her Twitter photo to Mila Kunis. Nice. Nice. Cracks a joke about it and is going about her day. Well, uh, walking asshole Jason uh, Whitlock decides Ugh. to comment, oh, she's playing victim and the, the woke and blah, 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 using all the buzzwords. And she replies, <laughs> and just in the way that she can, she's like, uh, I made one joke about it. And went back to work because I do still get paid to talk about sports. Unlike you, hope you're having a great day. (laughs) Mic drop. (laughs) So yeah, at that moment, I was like, oh yeah, Mina, you got it. You can get it. Yeah, she can get it. it." Now my winner, uh, as you know, this is a great time for me. Basketball is on all the time. I'm very happy. This past Saturday, uh, halftime's on. Uh, like, oh, I'm gonna flip over here to the Saturday Night Live. Benedict Cumberbatch. They're playing an old episode. Benedict Cumberbatch is on there hosting. Um, they cut to the crowd. Who's there? But one, Miss Elizabeth Olsen. Oh. Now, as I'm looking at her, I realize that the South Carolina basketball game has started <laughs> to tip off, and that is where tonight's winner, with apology to Elizabeth Olsen. <laughs> The head coach of the South Carolina Women Gamecocks, Miss Dawn Staley, she can get it. That's right. Now, I well done. It well was a done. journey, but we got there. I'm like, we got there. Dawn Staley, I've had a crush on Dawn Staley since she was on the first women's uh uh dream team. Oh um, now she is the head coach at uh, the University of South Carolina, and they are like whooping everybody's ass for like the last three to four years. And she's such a class act. Mm. Like she won her first national title. She was like, I think the third black woman to ever win a national title as a head coach. So they cut the nets down. She actually took the net and cut up 
cut it all up and sent a piece of the net to every black woman's head coach in division oh, one. Oh my God. Uh, I love it. There was, um, she played, uh, they played against this HBCU in the first round and, you know, they blew them out, but then she went into the locker room and gave them like a speech talking about how great they were. Like, you know, you guys are great. Like, don't think that because you lost, like, blah, blah, blah. Um, she wore a jersey highlighting an HBCU school. Um, that was like the first school to ever make like the tournament. Oh, wow. The girl got injured in the last game. The other team didn't have timeouts. She used one of her own timeouts. Oh, shit. So they could help that girl get off the court. That's amazing. So it's like, she's just so classy. She's so great. I love to see it. Black girl magic. I love it. Good choice. She did the thing. She did the thing. Good choice. Yes. Oh, I love who can get it. <laughs> it really is one of the highlights of my week. It really is. It really is. I love it so much. Uh, this has been. A I mean, of course, trip. Halle Berry, though. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if you saw that last photo she posted. I know. Yeah, she... I did know. I did see it. <laughs> I did. She's because I babe. tweeted about it <laughs> many She's times. Such a babe. Like she posted something where it was like, um, it was like, yeah, it was a. Um, I hope I'll stay on your mind for more than five minutes. I was like, you posted this picture a week ago, and I haven't stopped thinking about it. <laughs> I'm still thinking about it, Miss Barry. You're amazing. I love you. <laughs> oh, what a show. <sighs> What a weird show. What a good show. All over the place. Afro Man and Ozempic in one episode. That's why. Jonah Hill saving the Jews. Saving the Jews. Who would have thought? Love, love to see it. Love to like see this it. episode was on a fever dream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, this has been another episode of the Life is Mild podcast. I am one of your hosts. I am Sterling. I am your other host. I am Brian. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.